0: Uh, my name is, is Rob Stafford. I'm from Katoomba. Uh, firstly, I'd like to thank each of you for your presentations. Um, really, really good, really on the on the money thoughts that help us clarify our arguments. But one of the one of the concerns I have is the no people are saying that it divides it will divide the community. Now, we're not always going to have a sympathetic government to what we're doing. Obviously, there's other sides of government, or other sides of the, the argument from various uh, political parties have taken up the no question. How do we? How does the voice guarantee that there isn't going to be a more divisive community based on what? What the no argument, no people are saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you you need only look to the actual change itself, right? Um, it's simply recognising Indigenous people, so it's including us in the constitution. Uh, that in itself is a unifying thing. We have been excluded from the constitution since its inception in 1901, uh, where we were expected you know, to die out. Um, that was the discussions in the constitutional conventions leading up to its establishment, that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people would die out, um, but we haven't, we're here. And we're knocking on the door and saying, let us come in. And
2: the, the, the differences are already there. But they're built on inequality and injustice. What this is about is correcting differences and bringing us closer together, where we all come closer to standing on the one equal platform. You know, equality is one of those ideals to which we can always ascribe and we might never reach, but we should always be on that journey. And this is a big step on that journey. And when I hear people trying to somehow liken this concept to apartheid in South Africa, uh, it's very hard for me to describe the sort of visceral feeling I get from it, because I've seen apartheid close up. I did a long interview with Nelson Mandela not long after he became president. There's a man who understands reconciliation. There's a man who understands forgiveness. There's a man who understands humility uh, and generosity, the greatest uh, global leader of my lifetime as far as I'm concerned. And he he grew through the apartheid process, survived it and led his country out of it. And here's one of the things that the people who try and liken us to apartheid if we go down this road uh, don't know or choose not to. The model for apartheid substantially came from Queensland. We contributed to the model. So please don't lecture us about how this is going to divide us and set up some kind of apartheid. That was the same argument that John Howard's opposition used against ATSIC. I don't know that apartheid was used necessarily, but the argument about division, what it is about in the simplest of and and most uh, most, um, transparent of ways, is about redressing a wrong that is fundamental to this country, which successive governments since federation have failed fundamentally to address. And, the, and the, the question you come to in the end of it all is, what have we got to lose? Nothing. What have we got to gain? Potentially a great deal. And if you're going to vote no, what is your alternative?